Cantonese kids. I'm Rose. And I'm Zara. And together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. Hello, this is Rose. This week it's our last episode for this season before we take a break for the summer holidays. In this episode, we talk about why India and China have been fighting, the latest news on the coronavirus, why we are celebrating World Refugee Day and what happens during a solar eclipse. Last week, there was fighting between Indian and Chinese soldiers in a border area near the Himalayan mountains. The border is between India and China, except these countries have argued for a long time about where exactly the border should be. There were reports in Indian media that thousands of Chinese troops had forced their way into the Galwan Valley in Ladakh and the Kashmir region. It was reported that at least 20 Indian soldiers had been killed and at least 76 Indian soldiers were reportedly injured in a clash with Chinese forces. China has not yet released casualty figures, but unconfirmed reports in Indian media said that at least 40 Chinese soldiers had died. India claims that China tried to erect a structure inside Indian territory. However, in a series of tweets, a Chinese foreign ministry spokesman said that on the 15th of June, Indian troops crossed the border, called the line of actual control, and accused them of deliberate provocation. The line of actual control is very poorly marked out, and because there are lots of rivers, lakes and snow cap, the line can shift. There have been a few clashes between the soldiers at the border in the past, but this week's clash was the first one to result in fatalities in at least 45 years. China has this week claimed sovereignty over the Galwan Valley region, which India says is an exaggerated and untenable claim. I'm amazed to hear this, Rose. You would think that all the countries have enough problems on their hands at the moment, with the coronavirus pandemic still continuing. This week, in the Chinese capital, Beijing, more neighbourhoods were put under lockdown and there was increased testing as China tried to stop a new outbreak of the coronavirus. Before this new spike of cases, the Chinese capital had gone 57 days without a locally transmitted case. Brazil has also been hit hard recently with the coronavirus and has become the second country in the world to confirm more than 1 million cases of the coronavirus. Cases have also been spiking in India and officials have reimposed a lockdown in the southern city of Chennai and three neighbouring districts. Things do seem to be looking a little better in some other countries though. In the UK, the coronavirus alerts level has been downgraded from 4 to 3. Under level 3, the virus is considered to be in general circulation and there could be a gradual relaxation of restrictions. Under current plans in the UK, all children in England will go back to school in September and the Prime Minister has announced a £1 billion fund to help England's children catch up on what they may have missed while schools have been closed. Primary and secondary schools in England will be given £650 million to spend on one-to-one or group tuition for any pupils that they think may need it, and the most disadvantaged pupils will have access to tutors. There have been a few exciting changes here in the UAE as well. 
Earlier in the week, it was announced that in Dubai, children under 12 and the adults over the age of 60, but not those over the age of 70, could finally enter malls and other public places. Strict precautionary measures were followed, including wearing face masks, maintaining social distancing of 2 metres and avoiding crowded areas. So after three months... This weekend, I finally went to the shops. It felt amazing, but it didn't feel normal. I still had to wear a mask, obviously. Did you go out over the weekend, Rose, since the new rules were announced? Yes, I went to the mall. It was loads of fun. We also went to a restaurant. After so many months inside, it was great to be out again. Hi, it's Rose here. Zara and I recently learnt about refugees when we both read a book called The Boy at the Back of the Class. So I was really interested to learn that this week it was World Refugee Day. This is a day observed on the 20th of June every year and is an event that honours the courage, strength and determination of women, men and children who are forced to flee from their homeland because of conflict or because they are being persecuted. Lots of organisations like Amnesty International and the International Rescue Committee often get involved in various activities. Activities can include things like letters of petitions to governments on the treatment of refugees and organisation members visiting refugees to offer moral support. I read that there are some very famous people who were refugees. Did you know that Judith Kerr, who wrote the book The Tider Who Came to Tea, was a refugee as she and her family had to escape from Nazi Germany when Judith was 30? Another famous refugee was Michael Marks of Marks and Spencers, who came to Britain from Eastern Europe as Jewish people were being mistreated in his country. Thank you, Rose. I hadn't really thought about contributions that refugees might make to their new countries once they are settled. I've just thought of another famous person who was a refugee, Malala Yousafzai, and she's now a Nobel Prize winner. Hello, it's Zara here. This week, we have the first solar eclipse of the year. A solar eclipse happens when the moon passes in front of the sun and blocks all its light. Depending on where you were in the world, the solar eclipse took place on the 20th or the 21st of June. Here in the UAE, it took place on the 21st of June. And I noticed that it was very dark outside in the morning whilst I was doing my remote schooling. The UAE saw 86% of the sun blocked by the moon. People in Central African Republic, Congo, Ethiopia, Southern Pakistan, Northern India and China will have had the best views. This solar eclipse was very special because the moon is too far away to completely hide the sun's light and so little bits of the sun peek out around the edges which make it look like a ring shining in the sky. That's why the eclipse has been nicknamed the Ring of Fire Eclipse. There will be another solar eclipse on the 14th of December this year and that it is going to be a total eclipse so the moon will completely block the sun. It will be mainly visible to people in Argentina and Chile. The eclipse also coincided with the summer solstice. The summer solstice is the longest day of the year. In the northern hemisphere, this was on Saturday the 20th of June. 
It marks the end of the spring and the start of the summer. On this day, we get the most hours of sunlight because the Earth's geographical pole becomes most inclined towards the sun. Summer solstice is celebrated by thousands of pagans across the world. Lots of people gather at the Stone Hedge in the UK, but this year English Heritage, which manages the site, is asking people to stay at home due to the coronavirus pandemic. So Rose, it is officially the start of summer and our last episode for this season for News Kids. What are you going to be doing for this summer? I'm not quite sure yet. I'm looking forward to a long break from school and going back to year four in September. What about you, Zara? We had a fantastic holiday planned, but have now cancelled it because of the pandemic. So I will be spending my time trying to have as much fun as I can here in Dubai. That's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed our show and thank you for listening.